0: You're not giving me easy questions, man. I thought we we're going to start with some casual conversations about, you know, uh, marketing, what's what B2B SaaS. You're
1: Hello, welcome to episode 36 of B2B SaaS Marketing Snacks. Today, Stein and I talk about the trade-offs of outsourcing certain marketing functions and how you can think about managing the results and holding the vendors accountable um when it comes to things like milestones versus you know re- outcomes like revenue and how you can feel maybe a little bit more comfortable with outsourcing things that you have not personally done before in your past and um and managing a vendor towards certain results in those scenarios um One thing before we get started, I wanted to do a quick call out for a program that we are releasing uh, on T2D3. It's uh, it's designed for founders, CEOs, and marketing leaders of B2B SaaS companies who want to learn to build, execute, and manage uh, their complete go-to-market. It's the exact same education that all the in-house associate CMOs at Kalungi get um, before they lead marketing functions for our own clients. And, um, that that includes myself and speaking from experience, it's, it's really unlike anything that's out there right now, it's hyper-focused on the B2B SaaS industry and it's, uh, it really takes a holistic view of go to market and not necessarily just marketing, but also with consideration for things like your product and sales, um, and customer success. And it, it really is a way to think about marketing at an executive level and get buy-in from your leadership team on, on making some really big bets. It covers everything from budgeting and building your team to balancing strategy and execution to creating uh, your growth priorities, managing your team through OKRs, understanding where your company is in the market in relation to others and the right approaches based on where you sit. Uh, things like positioning and messaging, segmenting your market, building your TAM, Samsom, the right uh, channels to you know, um, go after certain markets, channel marketing, SEO and content, account-based marketing, growth management, demand gen, pricing, all those things are encapsulated in there. And if you're a marketing leader who wants to level up their skills to an executive level, or if you're a founder, or CEO who is responsible for the go-to-market of your own company and is doing a lot of this work on your own, um, I like this is this is the the program for you. I can't speak highly enough about it um, because I've also experienced it and it's been you know the my personal journey through uh, through marketing is the content within this program. So for now, it's at a heavily discounted rate for early access uh, as a way to kind of say thank you for the people who are supporting us early on and being an early adopter. At some point later in the year, likely in quarter three, it will become uh, formalized into a certificate program and the price will jump significantly. Um, So I would recommend getting in onto the wait list right now and seeing if you can get in and help us kind of like beta test the content as we roll it out and um, give us feedback and help us kind of build the the complete course. And um, yeah, all right, cool. That's it. And you can check it out at t2d3.pro slash masterclass. Or if you just go to the homepage, you can navigate to it in the header nav. Thank you again for choosing to spend your time with us. Really appreciate it as always. And uh, let's get into
0: it. You um, you asked me at some point, Mike, what's the difference between outsourcing your marketing team, your marketing function, your growth um, to a third party, or hiring one or maybe multiple marketing agencies for specific um, things like a PR agency or a digital agency um, or a designer? And I I think there's a couple, and both are, by the way, good options. I think most smaller software companies that are growing fast that have recently gotten funding or getting profitable, they need some external help, right? You have Mm -hmm. this need for speed. You have a need for different types of skills as your company grows up, and sometimes you only need those skills for a shorter time frame. You you only need to design a logo once, right? So getting that fantastic designer that helps you create the company identity is not something that you need to do all the time so you don't need to hire that person on your on your payroll um, but that would be an example where hiring an individual or a small agency that does nothing else than doing fantastic logo design might be a great fit for you especially if you have a lot of the other things in the marketing function covered right so there are a lot of reasons why companies build up uh, almost sometimes a stable <laughs> of marketing agencies. someone who helps them with their website. A PR agency, maybe someone who's helping them launch a product. Mm -hmm. Event management is another one where there's a lot of real specialty um, consultants, agencies, uh, professionals that can do that. Uh, And then there's the other alternative uh, that we've also developed ourselves with Kalungi, because there was this specific need um, for smaller companies that said, well, we just don't have the the manpower, the experience, the time to manage multiple agencies and do the same briefing, Multiple, like when you hire a PR agency, they want to sit through a day or two days of asking you all kinds of questions and interviewing your CEO and interview the founders, Mm -hmm. et cetera. And now you hire a digital agency that wants to do fantastic content marketing for you. They want to do the same thing. They want (laughs) to interview your whole executive team. Uh, And now you hire an ABM agency to build account-based marketing. Guess what? But their first question is going to be, can we do a workshop for a full day? Can we interview um, your sales team, your leaders, et cetera? And uh, and I sometimes describe this as agency fatigue, where, especially when you're a small startup, you just don't have the bandwidth, the time to go not only manage all those different agencies, but onboard them, hold them accountable, et cetera. So either uh, option can work, but they have pros and cons. I think... When you hire an agency like kalungi where you get everything under one roof, um, the biggest benefit is that you can now, you have one throat to sh- choke, right? You can actually sure. drive real accountability for the outcomes of the full marketing function, uh, especially when you outsource both the work, right? The design, the writing, the web development, and the leadership of that work, the marketing VP, the CMO, whatever you call your marketing team leader. But if those both are basically, um, the same organization, then you can now hold that party accountable for results. Uh, and it does allow um, that entity, that outsourced um, vendor, uh, to optimize resources ba- based on what they think will work best to drive growth for you, right? And if PR is not the right strategy in a given month, uh, then they can make sure that the time and the, the resources are spent on other in other areas, like, for example, building an ABM uh, messaging framework. So I think that's kind of the trade-off. Um, it is then leading to how do you manage both uh, types of engagement, right? If you, if you hire agencies to do a specific job, you typically get to milestone-based agreements. Like, hey, we do these five things in this time frame, right? And, and if you know exactly what you want, that works really well. If you know, for example, you're going to launch a product, And you want to have a specific launch party, a launch event. And you want to have a certain amount of press releases go out. And you want to have interviews with a certain amount of influencers. Then hiring an agency that manages both the PR function and the events probably works really well because you know exactly what the outcomes will be. You can tie milestones to that and hold them accountable. But it's, of course, not the same as holding someone accountable for revenue contribution or pipeline growth right and that is something you can do when you outsource your full marketing function to a company that does all the different aspects of uh, of marketing uh, execution so there's a couple of other things but those would be i think the biggest differences Mike, uh, when you have to make that choice do i hire a pr firm and, and maybe an event marketing firm and a, and a content uh writer to help me with some blogs, uh, or do i just outsource my marketing completely
1: and how do you get over the um the classic issue of uh not I guess it's a rule maybe of not outsourcing what you don't understand. Oh yeah. <laughs> and how does that come into play when you outsource everything? It's hard. <laughs>
0: yeah. I uh I, I use this a lot in um in the world of uh consulting. Um when you do even it consulting or or marketing consulting in our case the moment you give your your work to someone else to do <laughs> you need to know how to how to assess whether someone is doing a good job and it is really hard to do that unless you've done the job yourself All right so I think in the case of Managing a PR agency, managing an event uh, agency, it is a little harder to do that unless you've actually done that work, if you've done that job. If you outsource your complete marketing function or even better, your growth, right? It is a little easier for you as CEO to sort of say, hey, this is what good ROI looks like for me. I expect this type of a return. So many new customers, so many new sales conversations. I want a great website that is not only live, but it has a certain level of performance. It gets a certain amount of visitors. It gets a certain amount of exposure. And I think when you're uh, leading a, a young startup and you haven't done marketing yourself or you haven't done sales yourself, holding an agency accountable at that higher level, like what amount of growth are you actually contributing, is a little easier than knowing if someone is managing an event well for you or doing a good job in managing PR. Uh, because both are subject to that same rule right it's hard to outsource something that you don't master Mm -hmm. or even then know what you have should have to pay for that um but i think outsourcing your full marketing function has that benefit of um it being very outcome focused on the other hand it's a huge commitment uh if you don't know exactly like what market you're if you you haven't reached product market fit Mm -hmm. then outsourcing your full marketing might not be a great idea right? Then it might be better to do more piecemeal investments in experts who can help you achieve certain things, like get a certain amount of people to use your product. And that's the only thing you're doing. You're not investing in PR. You're not investing in a big website um, or branding project. You're just trying to get five or 10 people to use your product in some kind of a beta. That might be a much more... Um, safe investment with a specialist who helps you do that before you actually outsource your full marketing with the risk of spending money that you only can spend once uh, focused on a niche that maybe not is not the right niche right
1: yeah no it's a great point and that was something that i was gonna gonna bring up which is this idea that if you're outsourcing the entire function it can be helpful because there's there's full control and um an ability to make some strategic bets that you p- might not otherwise make if you're um, working with an agency that works specifically on one kind of focus area, but it, it is, it's a longer term commitment and you have to be kind of ready for that. Um, I don't know, ready to, to jump off the cliff a little bit, so to speak, and, and understand that um, the decisions that are made are, are both, in support of strategic long-term goals and short-term tactics as well. Like I think, you know I keep thinking back to when we saw Andy Jassy at GeekWar and he was saying, you know, be patient with the strategy and be impatient with the tactics. And I think that's one benefit of when you outsource the whole function, you uh, you have a team that's focused on both of those things because if you're goaling on new revenue, u- new users, pipeline, those kinds of things, then in order to hit those, you have to do both. You can't just focus on short-term, you know. If you're driving MQLs, it's great, but at a certain point, that's going to become an issue. So uh, an outsourced marketing team is going to be focused on both the, the strategic ramp and the short-term.
0: How do we get quick wins right now? Yeah, that's good the strategic patience and the tactical impatience is a good frame, right? If you are hiring an agency to run your full marketing and sales. You better know that you're in the right market, that you can actually sustain this for a while. You don't want to do that for two, three months and then stop it, right, and start all over again. Uh, That really is a long-term bet. And if you're still really doing all kinds of experimentation and testing, then taking smaller bites, right, with smaller efforts and maybe an agency to test something smaller. Is a much better way of, uh, of learning um, and, and then correcting as needed. Sure. That's the other thing that I, I think when you hire, when you outsource any type of marketing or sales, just don't fall into the start stop um, pitfall. If you go through the effort, which takes multiple weeks typically to onboard an agency, onboard an external resource. To then get impatient with the results and, and stop it three weeks later, or four weeks later. Now you've not only wasted a lot of time, you probably wasted a lot of money too. Yeah, um, that's a good point. So yeah, make those choices and be really thoughtful and be willing to stick with it for at least a couple of months. Yeah.